you're listening to RIB Connect Radio. It's time now for some bizarre news, and uh, it's brought to us by blind journalist Paul Bright. Hello. You sounded like you were describing a racehorse then. Well, I've seen pictures of you, and I've even met you. <laughs> hey, now, steady. You stallion. Steady. Ste- <laughs> that's that's one word. <laughs> that's enough. Anyway. Yes, and uh, Paul brings us bizarre <laughs> news stories. I mean, we've started. Have you got any bizarre stories? That's a good job. That's why I'm here. Mm. And uh, science is your favourite, I think. Uh, I'm and, quite an expert. And nature. And they've developed, as they say, they, the Danish, or people in Denmark, have developed a novel way of protecting fruit trees mm-hmm. by, um, it's a bit like the plantation, is sort of moving ant colonies no. to, to put them in and protect, so they eat all the moth larvae. And, um, what do the ants eat? That's what, <laughs> yes, I see. Lovely, boom tish. Um, that's how it works. They mm. move ant colonies and put them in, um, in the sort of the areas that are most affected. And then you come back and you find that the ants have carted off all your food for themselves. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you, you're aware of ant colonies now, they work, aren't you? A little bit, yes. Yeah, I mean, they're quite incredible. Oh, what they can do is they yeah. can carry a hundred times their own body weight or something. I think it's maybe ten. But we know what you're like on dimensions. <laughs> An ant can carry a hundred times its body weight. I mean, come on. Ant-man, maybe. I don't know. He's a I superhero. Don't... How's that car moving? Oh, it's all right, it's an ant. (laughs) It's driving from the underneath. All right, so is it working anyway? Yes, Hmm? yes, it is. And apparently it's even been used in uh, Christmas tree uh, plantations. How lovely. Um, As long as they're all out by the time you get them to the house. Well, yeah, I was thinking about that. So what do they do? (laughs) How do they get rid of the ants? Uh, Well, they they don't sort of leave them to to it. Hmm? They take them in with buckets and shovels. Yeah. What the ants do? Yeah, no. <laughs> the, the scientists. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what they do. Uh-huh. They just got to scatter them. I suppose it's got to be better than using pesticides, isn't it? Well, that's what they say. Just use the pests. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. I'm, I'm getting quite itchy thinking about it, to be honest with you. Is that why you're itchy? Yes. Or is it the old problem, Mike? Uh-huh. No. You bring up my medical problems. <laughs> hey, you started See, the, it. The, the good doctor. <laughs> you started it. Yes. Uh, anyway. Yes, and uh, as we do, no no segment would be complete without a Chinese story. And, Apart from uh, the weeks when we don't have any. Well, I know, but we do this week, so yeah, okay. I'll put one in. And <laughs> I like this one. The inventor of the Great Firewall, because you know China is very heavily censored when it comes to the internet, Yeah, uh, was blocked by his own system. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was giving a speech on, on how this whole thing works, and he was citing Korea as a country that used similar systems. And to demonstrate this, he decided to access a Korean website and couldn't. So he had to set up his own account to do so in front of full view of all his audience. And uh, what amused me the most was that they cancelled the Q&A session afterwards. <laughs> I'm thinking surely that proves that it's working. Well, yes, but to be blocked, you didn't leave a back door for yourself well, and you invented it? Well... <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's quite interesting the way people find a way around. I've, I've watched some of these travel programs where the people go to China and on social media, they can still get information and things that they couldn't get on ordinary internet access. Yeah. Which is a way of uh, circumventing some of this heavy censorship. Yes. But, uh, of course, that, I probably must just sound like a dog barking to you. You don't know anything about this kind of thing, do you? <laughs> um, 
Uh, no, no, I don't. No. I'm just trying to think how appealing a dog barking sounds, that's all. <laughs> roof, roof, roof. <laughs> Where's Lucas when you need him? Ah, uh, Lucas the guide dog. Yeah. Anyway. Hey-ho, shall we? Yes. Good. Um, we'll talk about Vietnam, because mm-hmm. that's good fun. And I like this. Mm. This is a great story. This is how to be a policeman. And the traffic police in Vietnam, they've got a very relaxed way of dealing with people um, who break the law. And this concerns a young lady who was driving the wrong way down a one-way street. And we've all done it, and we've all heard about it. Have you done it? I haven't, no. So we haven't all done it? Well, all right, those of us that can. Mm -hmm. Um, I've driven a tractor before, but that was different. Um, And I'm still here to tell the tale. Anyway, this young lady driving the wrong way down a one-way street. And um, rather than her being fined, they gave her the option of writing lines. (laughs) <laughs> what, like a punishment exercise? Yes. Yeah. And she had to write, I must not drive the wrong way down a one-way street again. And How many times? 50. <laughs> 50 times, perched on the curbside. Um, they punished another driver recently, again, not by fining him, but making him buy chewing gum from an elderly vendor of such. <laughs> it's so a very it's, good it's, idea. Yeah, I suppose it's kind of more fits the social circumstances that you're in, I suppose. So do you have, do you think, <laughs> do you think you have varying grades of punishment exercise depending on, you know, if you've knocked somebody down, that's, that, <laughs> that, that's detention. Yes, absolutely. 3,000 yeah. lines. <laughs> I must not knock people over again. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I think it's a really good story. Again, though, w- with what we get on the media, on, on on television and stuff like that, you wouldn't think that, would you, from no. a place like Vietnam? Would no, you? you absolutely wouldn't. No. Um, and and I think they have a point, you know, if you treat people in that way, they're less likely to have a bad opinion of you. Hmm. All right, they might be very happy with it, but then, you know... Well, it's better points in your licence. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, no, well done now. I think we could learn a lot. Do you know, I, I drove from 1981, I passed my test, and I gave up driving in 2004, and I never had any points on my licence. Until... No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I thought there was an until bit no. coming. There. No, well, well done you. It's quite surprising. That you being squeaky clean. Yeah. Or not being caught. Well, yeah, there is You that. decide. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right, now, you remember back as far as last week, don't you? Vaguely. Vaguely, yeah. You've been to bed since then, I know. But you recall we talked about robots. Yes, being sacked. Being sacked. Uh, well, in Dubai, they've taken this a little stage further in terms of their use of robots they're now going to bring in drones to catch people who drop litter really yes driven by robots uh presumably yes you make that up well no it's, it's what i read in the story so yeah they're gonna they're pilotless drones and a remote control yeah but it's not a robot that's remote controlling them well a, a, a drone is a robot is it not There's nobody in it yeah well yeah but technically i suppose there you are yeah, I get you on technicality. Actually, do you know what? This sounds a bit random, but having said that, I, I just there was recently. I think there's um, there's been a, a big event in Dubai in that area where they've been having drone races, people flying them, <laughs> yes. and all this sort of stuff. And I mean, it's big, big business. The drones now, the way they're coming on. But so the people zoom in. What what do they do then? Laser the person or what? No, they just hover and they've got a camera in so they take pictures so it's like standing pointing it, it's pointing down at uh, people who drop litter on beaches and mm. and camps of course for every, every positive use for something there's going to be a negative absolutely but wasn't it always that way yeah i don't know what do you think yourself about drones and things like that it's technology you know i don't understand it 
Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? You know, you're like an analog man in a digital world. Yeah, something like that. If you have any opinions about anything, we would like to hear from you. Absolutely, we would. You can find our contact details through the website, RNIB Connect Radio. Search for us and you'll find us there. Goodbye. Goodbye.